When the word is on your shoulder, you gotta straighten up your act and boogie down. If you can't hang with the villain, then there ain't no room for you in this part of town. Cause we're the party people night and day. Living crazy, that's the only way. So tonight, gotta leave the nine to five up on the shelf. And just enjoy yourself. Groove, let the medicine, the music get to you. Life ain't so bad at all. If you live it off the wall. Life ain't so bad at all. Live life off the wall. Live your life off the wall. Live it off the wall. You can shout out all you want to. Cause there ain't no sin and folks are getting loud. If you take the chance and do it, then there ain't no one who's gonna put you down. Cause we're the party people night and day, living crazy, that's the only way. So tonight, gotta leave the night five up on the shelf and just enjoy yourselves. Come on and move, and let the Madison music get to you. Life is so bad at all. If you live it off the wall, life is so bad at all. Live life off the wall. Live your life off the wall. Live it off the wall. Do what you want to do. There ain't no roses up to come alive and party all right through the night. Gotta let that fool loose deep inside your soul. Wanna see an exhibition? <laughs> Better do it now before you get too old. Cause we're the party people night and day. Living crazy, that's the only way. So tonight, gotta leave the night five up on the shelf. And just enjoy yourself. Come on, ooh, yeah. Let the medicine the music get to you. Life is so bad at all. If you live it off the wall, life is so bad at all. Live it off the wall. Live your life off the wall. So tonight, tonight gotta leave the night five up on the shelf. And just enjoy yourself. Come on, ooh, yeah. Let the medicine, the music get to you. Life ain't so bad at all. If you live in other tonight, gotta lay the nine to five up on the shelf. And just enjoy yourself. Come on, ooh, yeah. Let the medicine, the music get to you. Life ain't so bad at all. Life is so bad at all. 
living are the ones. Tonight, gotta live in that other one. Tonight, gotta live in that other one. Gotta live in that other one. And just enjoy yourself. Living are the ones. Yeah. Let the madness and the music get to you. Living are the ones. Life ain't so bad at all. Living are the ones. Gotta lay the night out of a fun show. And bottom. just yeah. enjoy yourself. Come on and move. Let the madness and the music get to you. Life ain't so bad at all. What's up? What's up, everybody? Today is July 1st, 2022. And it is a Friday. Friday is the first of the month. <laughs> the first of the month. You won't catch me inside the supermarket. By the way, you're tuned into the Del C show, and I'm your host, Del C. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, happy birthday to one of my co-workers. Today is his birthday, and, well, if I do a Saturday show, it will also be somebody else's birthday that I know goes by the name of Guy Legacy. So, happy birthday to anyone's birthday is today. Um... Let me just get straight to the topics. Straight to the topics, shall we? Um, all right. So, singer, songwriter, R. Kelly is sentenced to 30 years in jail for racketeering and kidnapping and every damn thing else. Um, his singing career is over. Then he has, cause this is in Brooklyn, okay? So he has other charges on him in other cities and states. So, you know, Anybody that thought R. Kelly was going to get out of jail, you are sadly mistaken. This man's career is over, as you know. It's over. Um, it is what it is. It is what it is. But I also feel that anyone else that is behind you know that has stood by him during his behavior or anything else they should be charged too there was a couple other people charged for their involvement with r kelly okay the the this is the thing i want to know is who has the rights to r kelly's music you know, because there's probably some people out there that's using this man. Um, I think this is it for him. 30 years, you know, you doing what you did to these to these young ladies, to these women. Um, 
he had a lot of problems. His sister molested him um, as a child, so that had played a big part on it. He never got the help that he should have gotten, and nobody was there to really support him. So although he came in this business for 30 years, very talented, um, unfortunately, his obscene behavior, um, the crazy shit that he did has put him behind bars. And a lot of people saying that he should get more than 30 years. Some people not sad. His two sisters came by his side to support him. But my thing is, where were they at all this other time? The sister that molested him um, should be in jail as well. Because it's because of her that he has behaved in the manner that he behaved in. Now, when you're sexually abused as a kid, you don't know what that does to you. It makes you um, sexual. It makes you behave in manners that you don't even recognize yourself. Um, I'm no doctor or no psychiatrist or anything like that, but I do know, like, I see some people coming at R. Kelly hard. Now, the victims have every right to come at him any kind of way. But we all should take in consideration this man had problems as a child. And if you don't deal with those problems in your past, they will come back to haunt you. They will come back to, you know, so. Um, there was a there was a, something that I seen on YouTube and it stated it, it said, is this mental help or demonic spirits? See, demonic spirits take over your body sometimes. Just like there's good spirits, there's bad spirits. But I'll save that for another time. But I'm saying that R. Kelly should have gotten help a long time ago. He been had problems, okay? He been had problems. Um, so, you know, for this day was going to come. We knew it was going to come, and they've been showing that Gail King interview that he did with her, which was crazy. That was a crazy-ass interview. Um, you know, everything about that. Um, but if you're going to throw, if you're going to arrest R. Kelly, there's many more pedophiles and many more child molesters or uh, many more of them to come from, from churches to your family to Hollywood. Um, the, it's, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You cannot escape it. You know, they've been talking about this. Uh, one of the Corys had been talking about this with Charlie Sheen. Um, so that, you know, but not only did R. Kelly do this to girls, he also did this 
to boys, young men, young women, women, you know. Some people are in denial because they think because who they are, they can get away with what they're doing. But that is not the case. A lot of people are going to go down. So, supposedly, um, Bill, uh, Bill Cosby breaks his silence. So, I, I got to look more into what he's talking about. Um, he needs to keep quiet. You know what I mean? Because OJ's out. You, you heard a little things from OJ speaking his mind on whatever, but he needs to shut up too. They done locked his ass up twice. Well, he got off the hook for the murder of Nicole Simpson. But uh, for stealing his own uh, stuff, he went to jail for that. That was a crime. He did some time for that. But listen. They try to get Mike Tyson, but he was able to get off the hook this time at the airport when this guy was harassing him or whatever, and he did whatever he did to the dude, and they dropped the charges because they knew that that guy was in the wrong. So lucky for Tyson because he got away with it in the 90s. He was lucky enough to get away with it, um, even though he spent time in jail. He walked away a free man. OJ dodged the bullet twice, even though he was, they got him. And you, you probably thought that he would be in jail forever. But now they got R. Kelly. And uh, he fucked up. Okay, the people around him fucked up. Do I think these women are making up stories about what he did to them? Absolutely not. But I know some people, unfortunately, are in it for the fame and the money. So that is what it is. Um, you know, one of my favorite shows right now, reality shows, is Every Little Step with uh, Bobby Brown and his family. He has an amazing family. They are going through hard times, you know, on the show. They showed him dealing with the loss of Bobby Christina and celebrate, you know, celebrating both of them, um, going to her gravesite, celebrating um, the life of Bobby Brown Jr., who passed away only a few years ago due to uh, a drug overdose or what have you. Um, and the, the, the other, the oldest son writing a song uh, to Bobby Brown Jr., including Bobby, including Bobby Brown on the song and his other youngest son on the song, which was great. Um, bringing the family together through death, you know, do, do. Um, so, and then admitting to about Nick Gordon, you know, 
realizing that he's violent. Um, so they started this foundation called Share House, which they have in Boston and they also have in Atlanta, the last place that that um, Bobby Christina was uh, last found, unfortunately. Brings back bad memories for the family, but um, the show's great. There's a lot of um, hailing on there. There's a lot of triumphs on there, you know, I'm just happy that Bobby Brown is alive and I'm happy that his wife, uh, Leisha, has, is very supportive of him and the family are very supportive of each other. And um, the music definitely runs in the family. You, you know, you can see that. So I'm happy for that. But it's sad with the loss of Bobby Christina and Bobby Brown Jr which Bobby Brown Jr. was, uh, he was starting to do music. And I was actually, before I heard about his death years ago, I was actually listening to some of his stuff that he did. You know what I mean? Um, so that, that, that's what it is with that. Um, but that's one of my favorite shows, man. I was, I, it, that show makes me laugh. That show makes me cry. I'm just happy for Bobby Brown, you know? And um, one thing I got to give Diddy uh, credit for that he, he gave when he was doing that long-ass speech on BET, he said Bobby Brown was the king of R&B. I believe that he is. I don't, I don't care what anybody else says. Um, man, the people still talking about this versus, man, and everybody's weighing in on it. Daz Dillinger, um, a lot of people weighing in on this. Um, clowning, Ray J clowning, Tank clowning, Jeremiah. Uh, um, talking about Pleasure P, trying to act like he's Suge Knight, trying to be a tough guy when they're supposed to be, supposed to be doing the R&B verses. And, and, and um, of course, Sammy walking around like he, you know, with a muscle shirt, with, with a sh muscle shirt on, looking like he's about to shoot somebody up. The, you know, but here's the thing they reached the highest the show was so bad that it that it was entertaining okay it was it was a hot damn mess but it reached six million viewers were watching this show but this is you know tank said that they choose violence over you know he doesn't know why you know, there's, I think a lot of these R&B singers are very angry, but they should have been happy because this is a big ass platform that everybody is watching. And this is your opportunity to make a comeback, an opportunity to be heard, to be recognized, and maybe more people would wanna uh, book you to do shows and money, you get more money coming in and 
people would encourage you to release new music, man. But the way they were behaving, man, and Ray J, I don't know why you tried to hit that note. I don't know why he tried to hit the note he did, but um, they definitely should do a, a sound check because the mics weren't that good. You could barely hear them. You know what I mean? And they, they were just all over the place. Egos, cockiness. And my thing is, that was then, this is now. What are y'all doing now? Like, Ray J is a great businessman. You cannot take that away from him, but he needs to get more serious with the singing because I know he has it in him, but he's playing because even Doc Child years ago when they did um, Ray J and Brandy a family business and there was a, a, a shot of him in the studio working on new music and um, he was telling him he needs to get serious with it. And I don't think he was being serious with it with all these girls and, you know, he's with Princess, you know, he's with her now, but I don't know that there, there, there was a lot of fidelity going on. And, but anyways, back to the, the performance, man, the performance was terrible. Okay. Um, but you know, even Swiss beats, uh, you know how Fat Joe has his show, the Fat Joe show, and he spoke on it. Here's some of the things. They were drinking before they were set to go on stage because they were nervous. So sometimes it lets off the wrong energy. Um, so they're looking at the culture and how they behave. You know, there's no, um, the way they were coming off hostile like that, it just did not look good. It was not a look good look for R and B at all. So somebody they're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna have to have a real R and B singer group or whatever to redeem themselves because this was not good. When you're doing this, you do got to be ready for verses. Be prepared. Practice. Practice. A night of R and B that was a night is people missing sound check. Pleasure P upset because he had to get off the stage. He was threatening to say he wished somebody would come and move him off the stage. And um, I don't know. It was it, it was a it it was a complete mess. Okay. Longevity in this game is very important. Okay. You like I said, let your music speak for itself. You don't need to keep saying how, how good your music was and this and that and how many records you sold and who did this, who produced this, who produced that. You say that and then you get into the singing. You know what I'm saying? When I look at SWV and, um, and um, Escape, they did a great job. When I look at Earth, Wind and Fire, these are seasoned vets anyways. Earth, Wind and Fire and um, and the eyes, you know, Ron Isley and his brother, the class that they had, the polish, you know, that you know, the 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 Shaka Khan one was a mess. She was drunk. You know what I'm saying? Just like how Keisha Cole was drunk during the during the verses with um 
with Ashanti. So that did not go well at all. That did not go well at all. But I, I did like the Brandy and Monica one. Um, it was a little tense. I don't fuck a little tense for some reason, but it was still. This is probably the worst one. This is the worst one. I didn't get a chance to see the Onyx in Cypress Hill, nor did I get a chance to see um, um, Bun B going against, um, who is it? Um, A-Ball and MJG. I didn't get a chance to see that. But um, we need, you know, the next one up is supposed to be um, Joel Santana versus Memphis Blake. But I'm going to tell you right now, if Joel Santana comes with how he did with the locks, he's not going to stand a chance. Memphis Blake has been on stay, yes, I, and also... Joel Santana has been on Madison Square Garden and he's been all over the place performing with Jay-Z. So if he's not rusty and he's still out there, I know he's going to practice and he's going to know all his words and he's not going to be rapping behind his own stuff. I know that he's going to put it down. I pray that they give a great performance and it's no BS, and um, enough of the talking. Like, the talking gets aggravating. You know what I mean? The talking gets very, 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 very aggravating. You know, um, D-Ray Davis hosted Versus, and, you know, I know he felt some kind of way, too, because they were bugging. Um, so... They, you know, people were roasting. Fat Joe was recapping the, the Mario. He felt that Mario was a great singer, that he outshined. Um, he definitely outshined Omarion, but he felt that he didn't have 20 hits. And I disagree with that. I disagree with uh, Fat Joe. And I also disagree how he was saying how... Uh, Bobby Brown was fat and out of shape. You know, yeah, he, he knows himself that he wasn't in the best of shape, but the show was still way better than this versus. You know what I mean? Was still, the Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown versus was a good versus. He was still moving around. He didn't have that energy that the old Bobby Brown had at 20 years old. But you know what? He knows that. That's why he's trying to get himself back in shape. And, you know, he's dealt with two losses, man. Give him a break. He's dealt with losing, well, three losses because he lost his, well, it's way more than that. His mother, his, I believe his father, I believe. Um, then you lose your two, you, your two kids. You lose your, your daughter. Then you lose your son. And not to mention his ex-wife, even though he, you know, he doesn't, they don't really want to bring that up, but he lost his ex-wife too, even though they weren't together. Um, they was together for a long time before they separated and got a divorce. So we still got to look at it like that. 
So I disagree with what Fat Joe was saying on, on Bobby Brown. But I agree with him about this versus, this Omarion versus with Mario and, and the likes of, of, of Ray J and, and uh, Bobby V and, and uh, Sammy and Pleasure P. It was a hot mess. But I got to say that was, uh, Bobby V kept his cool. There was going back and forth. Sammy was being disrespectful, singing uh, Ray J's song over and over again. One wish, one wish. And then when he finally, when Ray J finally sang One Wish, I wish that he didn't sing it because it was terrible. He was so off key. I don't know what note he, but see, Young Bird, he's a bitch, okay? He's a straight up bitch. And I'm going to tell you why. You talking about you really didn't want to go on stage to do your, your song on Sexy Lady and whatever the other song, Sexy Can I or whatever. You talking about you didn't want to go up there. But you're, a, but you're a liar. You still went up there. You know what I mean? Because you know that that song was big. That song was big for both of you. It was, it was big for Ray J and it was big for you. So stop your fronting. Stop your fronting, man. You know what I mean? If anything, you should have been supportive of Ray J. I don't know what the hell's going on with Ray J, but I'm rooting for you, man. You you need to start taking your singing serious, man. Yes, you Brandy's um, uh, brother, but Brandy is Brandy in your Ray J. If you want to get out of that shadow, because I know, remember, Janet got sick of being called Michael's baby sister. Now it's just Janet, not even Janet Jackson. It's just Janet, and everybody knows who they're talking about. You have the talent, brother. You have the talent. I remember when you first came out with your album. I don't know why you don't perform those songs, because I think, I personally think that those songs that you came out with back then I mean, even of course, we of course we like wait a minute and sexy can I and one wish. You got more than just a few hits, man. Like going back to that first album, you had hits on there. And then going to to the um um the second one, you know what I mean? You had hits on there and you had hits on um radiation. You had hits on there. So I don't know what people's talking about. And then you, of course, you, 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 you put out some other stuff. So songs that I play. So I appreciate Ray J's music. I don't, I don't know about anybody else, but he has to really appreciate. So I got a lot of stuff to talk about. As you see, I'm going on and on and on, but I have to go to work today. So I, I'm going to bring this up on the... Machiavelli, the Machiavelli um, series or whatever they're working on um, is called the Seven Day Theory Special, whatever. Um, Quincy Jones' son, Q30, Q3 or whatever, um, he did a lot of music with um, Tupac. Okay, so 
he wanted to have this song um, cleared. It was human nature. It was human nature or whatever, but he called it thug nature or whatever. And um, Michael Jackson said, no. He said, no, I, I like Biggie, whatever the hell that means. Um, so he ended up not using Michael's sample, but he, he used the sample of the beat or whatever. Um, so all of this is coming out. And what people don't realize, this is the thing that cracks me up. Oh, if, if, two, if, 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 if uh, Michael Jackson met Biggie, first of all, he did meet Biggie when he won the 95 uh, music for dance music video, or whatever, for Scream or whatever. He won that and they gave it to others. But also on the History album, I want y'all to check this out. Michael Jackson actually did a song with Biggie called this is called this time around this time around i played it on my show um a few years you know the, i think the first year the second year of the show of the del c show so look that up it's called this time around and it's featured biggie this is the actual recording you know what i mean it's not something that was done years ago and they just threw those two together no they actually worked on this song together or with it you know when they were both alive back in 95 off the history album look y'all i talked my head off to y'all so far so listen y'all keep it locked i'll be right back don't go nowhere thinking about coming over there. Right now? Yeah, now. So how you been? I've been just fine. I'm watching. I've been all right. I miss you a lot, though. I really miss you, too. So I'll see you when I get there, all right? Okay. Bye. Bye, baby. Bye-bye. I want to tell you, but I know you know. Sometimes quite enough If I had my choice I'd choose you every time But carry your wishes They won't make you mine No girl So call in luck Do I deserve you Maybe not But I just can't let go When you hold me Started with a 
What's up? What's up, everybody? You're tuned back into the Del C show. As always, I like to thank my listeners for tuning into the show. Stay tuned for tomorrow. Stay tuned for Saturday. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm gonna do an interview um Saturday. I'm sh- I'm pretty sure on that. Um tomorrow not sure but stay tuned or i might do another show today stay tuned for that as always stay blessed stay positive always remember to let your loved ones know you love them because tomorrow's not promised to to no man woman or child on that note i want to say peace out stay tuned y'all that's all i can tell y'all I'm out. One.
never be on whooped in class. And if I didn't pass, I'ma whoop my ass. Was it my fault? Papa didn't plan it out. Broke out, left me to be the man in our house. I couldn't take it. Had to make a profit. Found a block, got a clock, and I clock grips. Making G's was my mission. Moving up with this shit to get my mama out the kitchen. And why must I stop the fella? Just to live laws like Rockefeller. But you didn't give a fuck, but you're learning now. If you don't respect the town, then we'll burn you down. Goddamn, it's a motherfucking crime. Black people on the way, police, so don't try it. If you're not from the town, then don't pass through. Cause some OG fools might blast you. It ain't right, but it's long overdue. We can't have peace till the niggas get a piece too. I want G, so you label me a criminal. And if I die, I wonder if ever got a ghetto. 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 on earth, tell me what's a black life worth. A bottle of juice is no excuse. The truth hurts. And even when you take the shit, move counties, get a lawyer, you can shake the shit. Ask Rodney, Latasha, and many more. It's been going on for years, there's plenty more. When they ask me, when will the violence cease? When your troops stop shooting niggas down in the street. Niggas had enough time to make a difference. Bear witness on our own business. Put the guard, cause it's hard trying to make ends meet. Cause we couldn't afford shit now, everything's free, so we lose. Please don't shoot when you see. I'm taking from them, cause for years they will take from me. Now the tables are turned around, you didn't listen until the niggas